Welcome back to Gwen's Daughter, the podcast. It's me, your friend, your girl, Dara. Happy New Year. I just have to say that, you know, because we came out of 2020. That was the year of all years of what the heck. That That is how I can describe 2020. What the heck. But we crossed over the threshold of a new year. And uh, I have to say that I'm still excited about it. I'm still happy about it because I didn't have to be here and neither did you. There were so many, so many people that died in 2020 from the virus, from senseless violence and killings, police brutality, and the list goes on and on, not just here in America, but worldwide. So I counted a blessing to have made it into 2021. And you should too. I mean, goodness. I was going to record this episode last week, but uh, given the events of last week, I see that 2021 may not be much different than 2020. Okay, we made it six days in and then 2021 was like, "Ah, just kidding. So here I am (laughs) still. A couple days into 2021, grateful and blessed to be in this year and to see another day. And I really hope and pray that you are feeling the same way I am. And I just encourage you right now to take a moment to pause and be thankful for this gift of life. If we learn nothing else last year is that life is precious and it is also fragile. But it is also a precious gift that we cannot take for granted. Okay, see now, I know a while ago I had said that I wasn't going to, you know, be saying too, too much about, you know, politics and things of that nature. Well, we're going to throw that out the window because I cannot do this episode without addressing the just audacity and the unmitigated gall of folk to just walk their little happy behinds on up to our nation's capital and act the whole fool. I just can't miss that opportunity. Um, For those who are listening to me for the first time or those who have forgotten, I am a black woman. Okay, period. And uh, I, like many of my black friends and family and just folk watch the TV on Wednesday afternoon in complete 
awe, confusion, disbelief, anger, laughter, and a whole bunch of, huh? What am I even looking at right now? How? How? I I really can't even so much find the words to express what the heck was happening besides all words that you have heard by now, insurrection, domestic terrorists, and just foolishness. It was just foolishness and just privilege. My goodness, the privilege of Wednesday was loud and clear. Now, again, if this is your first time listening or you have forgotten, I support all things black. Um, I am black and I will support my people and the justice of my people in whatever way that I can, just to remind you. So yeah, I believe in white privilege and I mean, if you didn't, after Wednesday, you should be a fun believer of it because none of that would have occurred if black or brown people decided that they wanted to do that. And then, not even that, black and brown people would never even, we, what? We just wouldn't. We just wouldn't. And that's why it was just so like, what is, what is going on? Just what? Ah. Never in a million years would I have thought, but then again, nothing surprises me anymore. After the year we had last year, my goodness, I wasn't surprised when it was all said and done. I'm just like, oh, yeah, that would happen next. Um, so that's all I have to say about that. It was complete foolishness. And if you just have the audacity to call it patriotism or whatever the heck else you want to call it besides privilege, terrorism, and stupid I don't know what else to tell you I just don't I don't I don't know what else to tell you and clearly that this is how we're gonna start off 2021 six days in with foolery and uh welcome to America welcome get comfortable because clearly America's showing us just who she really is for those of you who didn't know Again, I'm black. I knew. I've been known. I've been known. I've been hip to America's game. But welcome to the rest of you guys who have joined us finally in the year of our Lord, Jesus Christ, 2021. Now that we've had time to process the drama that has occurred in the very few days of 2021, let's get down to business of what this episode is really, really about. Now, I had to sit and think and ponder further how I wanted to approach this topic and why I decided to name this episode what I named it. So everybody knows new year, new things, new beginnings, whatever you want to call it. At the beginning of a new year, everyone has these resolutions or goals and aspirations. 
steps, I don't even list of things that they want to get accomplished, things that they want to do, versions of themselves that they want to try to be and things and areas in their lives that they want to work on. Now, I used to fall prey to this notion that I had to wait until a new year to start working on something or start something new. And I have to be honest and say that that used to hold me back from even beginning anything. Because by the time a new year came around, one, I didn't remember what the heck I was trying to start. And I didn't really have the motivation to do the thing that I wanted to start like eight months earlier. So I had to get out of that mindset of I have to wait till a new year in order to start something new. Or I have to wait until a new month or I have to wait until a new week or day. Whatever I want to do, I can start doing right then and there. I don't have to wait. So I no longer wait until a new year to say, these are the things I want to work on. These are the things I want to try. I just do it. Now, I know some of you may not agree with this theory of mine or this notion of mine, and that is okay. Do what works for you. I mean, it makes sense. We all have to do what is best for us in the moment and in the time. So I'm approaching this list with you from my perspective and my own personal beliefs of what works for me. So what works for me is... I'm living in the now and living in the present and not trying to live so much in the future because the future I cannot control and the present is the only thing that I can work with right now. So I look at 2021 and say, who does Dara want to be now? What is it that I'm trying to accomplish in the short term And then in the long term. But what in the short term is going to lead me to whatever it is that I want in the long term? So I guess my overall theme for 2021 and just my future in general, I don't even want to say 2021. The theme of my life as of today, it is January 11th or something. I don't know, child. (laughs) I am focused on being the best version of myself that I could possibly be right now with the information, experiences, and knowledge that I have today, right now. And I came up with five things that I can do, and I call them my top five commitments. So these are things that I have committed to myself, for myself, to be the best version of myself. And I encourage you to take this approach of what do you want to do? Who do you want to be? What do you want to accomplish right here in the now that you can fully commit to? I know, like for, a best example I can come up with right now is like, In the new year, people are like, yeah, I'm going to go work out. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to go to the gym, blah, 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 blah. And some people do it. Trust me, I was that person last year, okay? I did it, and I was committed to it, but 
like COVID showed up and was like, skirt, skirt, you can't go to the gym. And I was not prepared for that because I was prepared to go to the gym five days a week. I wasn't prepared to have to curve my plans and work out at home and come up with workouts and do all this stuff at home. I wasn't prepared for that. So I fell off the wagon. So was I fully committed? I was fully committed in that moment and in that time and space with what I had planned. So again, 2020 showed us that we can have all these plans, all these aspirations, but it doesn't always work out like that. And we have to be able to adjust accordingly. And it is okay for us not to meet those goals or dreams because life doesn't always allow for that in the time frame that we want. So again, in the present, present Dara says that she is committed to these five things. So don't come try to check me three months from now talking about, oh, Dara, are you still doing X, Y, Z? Because I might not be in the same space. I might say, oh, that was good for me in the time where I was, but I'm in a different place right now in my life. So I'm done with that. That was finished. And now here's what I'm committed to now. Don't come try to check me, okay? Okay? I'm just, you can hold me accountable, but don't, don't come try to check me. Feel me? All right. Okay. So the first commitment on my list is to have a gratitude journal. Now, gratitude is kind of difficult for me at times. And I feel like a lot of you will relate to this because when you're going through stuff and you're like in the thick of it, it's really difficult to see the positives and be grateful for what you're going through because it's not fun. It's not good. But what I have learned recently is that there's always something to be grateful for and you have to exercise that muscle to see the good and to be grateful for it in spite of whatever it is that you're going through that you do not like, that is uncomfortable, that is unpleasant, that is bad. There's always something to be grateful for. So right now I'm keeping a gratitude journal and I am committing myself to come up with two things each day that I am grateful for. How is that going so far? It's going pretty well, actually. Recently, I discovered while doing this gratitude journal and just forcing myself to think about the day and think about all the things that I'm grateful for, I realized that it actually makes me happier. And I do it at the end of the day, too. So I'm actually reflecting on my day, and at the end of the time where I'm finished thinking about what I'm grateful for, I'm like, wow, I don't have any reasons to complain because I really like have things that are positive going on in my life despite the bad, despite whatever stresses I had that day. And especially last week, last week was just rough not even because of what happened in our country but in my own personal life it was a by Tuesday I was like I'm ready to go back to bed this week needs to be over I need the weekend I'm tired okay I was just ready for it to be over but I was 
practicing gratitude and I realized that I was better because I had things to be grateful for. And I stopped complaining. I was just like, you know what? I really don't have anything to complain about. I don't really have anything to say because in spite of it all, God is still good. And I'm grateful that he's still good. And he continues to put up with my foolishness and keeps letting me live. So that's what I've learned so far from keeping a gratitude journal and just thinking about all the things that I could be grateful for every single day. Now, have I missed days so far? Yeah. I ain't even going to lie to you. I just like forgot. But the next day I was like, oh, what what happened yesterday and what possibly could I have been grateful for yesterday? So I just go back and backtrack. I didn't decide to skip days. I just decided to go back and recall what happened the day before. It also is doing well for my memory because I, I have an issue with forgetting things these days. Okay. It's hard. It's rough. Don't judge me. So that has also been helping. So that's one, my first commitment of gratitude, what I'm doing now in 2021. I did start gratitude in 2021 because I just felt like going in 20, into 2021 after 2020, I needed to have a different mindset. Expecting nothing but being grateful for everything. That was the mindset that I decided to have. So I did start journaling for gratitude in 2021. Okay, just had to put that out there. Now, number two commitment on my list for right now is to love. This I didn't start in 2021. I started this last year. I was doing a 60-day devotional and it took me through the Gospels. It basically took me through the entire New Testament. I don't think I missed, yeah. Yeah, it took me through the entire New Testament minus Revelation. Minus Revelation. Revelation is a lot to impact on its own, but that's a different story. But I was reading, I was doing this devotional and I was going through the Gospels and I was going through... Um, just the New Testament. And the reoccurring thing that just kept popping out to me was love. And I realized that for me, God was telling me, if you just love like I love, like you're supposed to love, which God gives us the example of how to love, a lot of things would just fall into place. A lot of things would just be so much easier. Just love. Somebody hurts you, love them. It, no one said it was going to be easy, but you got to love. Love is the foundation. Love conquers all. And that just became more prevalent to me. And it made me look at life differently. It made me look at 2020 a little bit differently. And I've carried that on as a part of my lifestyle since then. And it's changed my perspective. It's changed my heart. It's changed the way that I see people and allowed me to heal 
from past hurts allow me not to be angry at people when they say or do crazy stuff to me or around me or to people that I love and care about. So I am committed to loving and operating in love at all times. Now, again, I'm not perfect, so I don't always do this. I have to remind myself, okay, girl, now that you didn't do that in love. You you, you was wilding right here. You was angry, and you let that anger consume you, and we need to backtrack, okay? And I've asked for forgiveness from people and from God and be like, all right, I'm supposed to be loving you, and I didn't do that in that situation. And to go with this, I have a scripture Now, this is my favorite scripture, one of my favorites in the Bible, and it talks about love. So I'm going to read, it's 1 Corinthians 13, 3 through 8, and I'm going to read from the Amplified Version of the Bible. For those of you who, you know, like different versions, I love different versions of the Bible because it gives me deeper perspective. So this is 1 Corinthians 13, 3 through 8 from the Amp version okay and just go ahead and listen and it says if I give all my possessions to feed the poor and if I surrender my body to be burned but do not have love it does me no good at all love endures with patience and serenity love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant it is not rude It is not self-seeking, it is not provoked, nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth, when right and truth prevail. Love bears all things, regardless of what comes, believes all things, looking for the best in each one, hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times, endures all things without weakening. Love never fails. It never fades nor ends. And I'm going to stop right there. There's a little bit more to verse 8, just so you know. So I'm going to say 1 Corinthians 13, 3 through 8a. Amp version. Um, I love that scripture. And my favorite part of that scripture is love never fails. So I ask you and I encourage you to meditate and read 1 Corinthians for yourself. And add love to your daily lifestyle of living because it really will change how you see things. It will change how you interact with people and it will just change you. It will change how you see yourself and interact with you. It's definitely helped me. So that is my second commitment for life because I started this last year, but I decided to add it to this list. Commitment number three. Now, this one is not as deep, you know what I'm saying? It's just regular degular. But it's important to me because I want to keep on growing and evolving, as we say. And my third commitment is to learn a new skill. I haven't decided what that skill is going to be. No, I'm not going to lie to you. I have an idea of what the skill I want it to be, but I haven't confirmed that that is the skill that I want to learn. Um, But I am committed to learning a new skill this year. I'm going to figure out what it is. I'm not limiting myself to one 
but I'm only going to say one for right now because again, I don't know what skill it's going to be. So it might take me a little bit of time to, you know, figure out how to get the ball rolling with the skill. And it might take me some time to actually learn and master it. But I do want to learn a new skill. Um, I'm going to keep my little ideas of what I think it could be to myself. Because it might not be none of them. So, but that is my third commitment to myself is to learn a new skill. And I want it to be something that is not going to be like overly stressful. Like I don't want to, I want it to be something that I actually want to do that I'm going to be happy that I'm doing it. I may not enjoy it while while it's happening because I don't want it to be easy. I do want some level of challenge and difficulty, but I don't want to be irritated while I'm learning the skill. Like I want it to be worth it. <laughs> and I need to have some type of enjoyment while I'm doing it. So just putting that out there too. If you're thinking about learning a new skill, make sure it's worth your while and make sure you're not about to be out here angry that you're learning this skill, okay? <laughs> it's got to pay off somewhere and not add unnecessary stress to your life. So there's that. Number four, my commitment to myself, and this is really like it hits me as a creative and I'm calling myself a creative because I also committed to myself that I would start being honest with myself about the gifts and talents that God has given me. And I am a creative. I like creative things. I like to create. And so I am committed to spending more time in my art and in my creative atmosphere, figuring out what it is that I want to create in the time and season of my life. So right now, it's focusing on this podcast and creating and giving you guys content that you deserve because I know y'all are upset at me and I'm sorry okay I was like gung-ho about this and I just somehow keep falling off the wagon um because life anyway I'm committed to my creativity and investing in myself in my creative atmosphere my creative avenues And that is something that I have added to my list of things specifically for 2021 because I have fallen so far off the wagon. I I didn't even think I could come back last year. And that is also a thought process that I had to work to get out of and not just keep saying, oh, you fall off the wagon. Oh, you stopped. It's been too long. You can't revive yourself and blah, 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 blah. I tell myself, you know, that all the time is crazy because here I am again, back on the wagon, back doing what I know I should be doing, what I love to do. And I'm just going to spend more time doing that because podcasting is not my only creative thing that I do, not the only creative thing that I like doing. So I'm committed to doing that for myself and pushing out all the negative thoughts, that negative self-talk. And being vulnerable and pushing through and putting myself out there. That's what I'm committed to do. Now, finally, I got one more. This is the last one, commitment number five. And uh, I'm not going to apologize because 
I don't have to, but you know, this, this little commitment stuff has been real, you know, spiritual. 2020 really like had me reflecting on life and things and just, you know, being better. So I'm not going to apologize for that. And I'm not going to apologize for saying and mentioning God because that's what my life revolves around. Jesus Christ and now. Okay. So anyway, I just had to put that out there. Um, commitment number five is to praise through it all. Mm. Every time I say it, it just does something to my spirit. Again, I started doing a devotional. I started a brand new devotional. I want to say like the second or third of this month of the new year. And I just saw it. I I try not to do too many like planned out devotionals, but I was scrolling through the Bible app and looking through, you know, plans and stuff just to save for later. And this one grabbed my attention and I was just like, ooh, well, call me out then. Okay, just call me right on out. It's fine. Okay, so the name of the devotion is called Worship is My Weapon. And that just hit me. So I clicked on it. And the very first thing it says is our worship invites God into the scenario. And immediately I was like, oh, yeah, I like this. Let's continue. So I read the the devotional part and then I read, you know, the scripture and everything. So it prompted me to think about what worship really means. And I did some more research and scripture reading on worship and what that looks like for me in my life. And as I continued to read the devotion, I went back to it a couple of times because I kind of didn't really grasp or could believe what I was reading and make it make sense for me. So I had to go back and it says, worship through your worry. Worship through your fear, worship through your stress, worship through your exhaustion. And then it further says, do not stress, worship. Do not complain, worship. Do not gossip, worship. Do not get angry, worship. Do not quit, worship. Worship is your weapon. So I know praise, I use the word praise, well, praising is a thing too. I use word praise to encompass everything that I am trying to do. But the point of the matter is when I read this devotional and I started this devotional plan, I was like, wow, going back to gratitude, how much easier would my daily life be if I just learned to praise God and worship him no matter what? Like, I'm not saying that life in general would be easy and I wouldn't have struggles or trials, but just the constant reminder that God is in control and he knows what he's doing just by worshiping him and giving him the praise that he's due because he deserves it. Like, he's he's due it. I just don't even... What? (laughs) It hit me so hard. So right now... 
with who I am today, I have committed myself to praise no matter what. Through it all, worship, through it all, it doesn't matter what it is because God deserves it. And I need worship and praise as my weapon to get through stuff because things are going to come up just like they did last year, just like they did the year before. And I need a new weapon, okay? I need a new tool to add to my arsenal of weaponry to get through life. And I chose worship and praise. Mm. I'm preaching to myself, but I'm going to stop. I'm going to save that for, for me. And if I need to share, I'll share it with y'all. But that is it. Those are my five things that I am committed to doing for myself right now. If you want to say in this year of 2021, but right now in this moment, in this day, in this time, what I've been working on for the past early days of the year and some things from the end of last year, I'm committed to that. I'm committed to gratitude. I'm committed to love. I'm committed to learning a new skill. I'm committed to furthering time and mastery of my creativity. And I am committed to praise through it all. And I'm content, happy, and satisfied with those commitments that I have given myself. And I am committed to stay committed to these commitments. Yes, I said it. I'm going to say it again. I am committed to stay committed to these commitments. Had to think about it. Tongue twister. And I encourage you to not just make New Year's resolutions or keep the ones you've already made, but to make commitments to yourself, for yourself, to better yourself in life. To make life better for you, to make life easier for you, to make life worth living, to give yourself purpose, to bask and thrive in those purposes that you find within yourself because we all have them. We just got to discover them. So I encourage you to do that. Don't be discouraged by how 2021 has begun. Don't be discouraged. Work on how you can live your life in a way that you can be of service to others by bettering yourself. I know it kind of sounds selfish, but it's not. Because as I said in a previous episode, that self-care is necessary. It's not selfish. You have to take care of you. You have to better you. You have to improve you in order to be of service and help to others. And it starts now. Don't wait till next month. Don't wait till next year. Don't wait till next week. And don't wait until tomorrow. Start now. Don't wait till the next hour. Start right now. You're not doing nothing. If you're listening to me, you're really not doing nothing. Seriously. I mean, yeah, you can multitask, but mm, what are you really doing? You're not doing much. So you have no excuse. Start now. Start right now. And that's all she wrote for this week's episode. 
I decided to not keep you guys long. I said what I had to say. And that's it. So, I'm going to see y'all in two weeks. You know, Friday. We meet bi-weekly on Fridays. You know, this is what we do. This is not new. This is just a reminder. Okay? If you're a new listener, thank you so, so much for listening. I appreciate it. Follow us, me, the podcast, on IG and Facebook at Gwen's Daughter, the podcast. And if you enjoy this episode and also just have some things to say, you can leave a comment. Tell me what your 2021 commitments are. What are your life commitments? What are your New Year's resolutions and such and such? I want to know. I want to hear. Send me a comment and you know, like and subscribe and all that on all your favorite podcasting platforms. And uh, of course, happy new year, guys. I hope and pray that you keep a positive attitude and just keep pushing forward. Thanks for listening.